This week, a music festival charges less for people of color, and Indians rejoice for having color. And should you give your kid a mug with gender stereotypes? More importantly, should you give your kids a mug at all? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Another exciting, riveting, educational adventure here at the Fake Outrage Report, the least important debate show on the internet. My name is Phil Kazi, and with me as always is the finally properly flavored seltzer wielding Sandeep Sen. <laughs> finally? I didn't know you were unhappy with the previous Dude, flavor we, wieldings. We had, uh, I think we talked about this before, you, you, you flavored a bunch of your batches of seltzer with basil. Yeah, that's, that's not basil. something that you... Isn't that fucking... That is fucking... I mean, that's very Indian of you, but yeah. that's also so nasty. What? It's a little hint, a little essence. Do you put no. cumin in your water, you know, too? Just, so, by the way, Sandeep, among the many um, bougie fucking accessories he has in his apartment, he owns a soda stream, which is like a make-it-yourself seltzer thing. And apparently, and, as Sarah told me, it's uh, it's owned by Israel, or it's an Israeli company. company that, yeah. On settlements. So, apparently, um, Sandeep is somehow an anti-Palestinian just for making his own seltzer. <laughs> yeah, Welcome you. to America in 2019. <laughs> but Sorry, yeah, so he flavors his own seltzer, and uh, and today he, he did some with some lemon, and it is delicious. Um, and it's the total opposite of the dog shit basil that he sometimes has. Well, I guess that's why lemon is more traditional that, that they put into there. There's no like company. You, I don't think you can buy a basil seltzer. Is that there's no? Yeah. Do you just put a basil leaf? Yes, I'm, he did. Yeah. Yes, I'm pretty sure there's some place in Bushwick with basil seltzer. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I've had a, like a lemonade basil drink. Yeah. Oh snap! But it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know so. <laughs> And I don't think they make it anymore because it is shit. So yes, it know. is. Um, and that third voice you hear today, very good friend of mine, Sarah Harvard. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, that's baby. Right. That baby. That's right. Because we call each other that. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing. I've been living in New York. We'll talk about the baby thing real quick for long enough. You live here and you you make friends that are minorities. And sometimes when I'm trying to be cool and I'm trying to socialize, I'm like, yo, what's up, baby? Just like normal, regular people. And Sarah didn't realize that uh, like I was just fucking around one night. Well, I definitely knew you were fucking around, but I uh, thought it was funny. Oh, oh you realize, but you're like, you're like, my oh my God, you call me baby. <laughs> yeah, so that, that that's, yeah. you're the only person that embraced it so wholeheartedly, though. Yeah, I think it's funny and cool, you know, yeah. it's whatever. It's like, I'll never be called baby by anyone else because oh, I'm you will. too big to be a baby physically, like literally yeah, <laughs> as a babe. That's not true. We can, All right. we can th- make there are some large gentlemen. In in New York, yeah, they play for the Nets, but uh, man. yeah, I'm not into that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I like the. I don't know. It's weird. I like smaller guys. I really? like or like thick, skinny, like lanky. Yeah, lanky but I, white guys. Yeah, but I also like to be protected. You know, ah. I don't think they could do that. They hide oh, behind wow. me. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you're never going to be happy in a relationship. I'm never going to. That's why I've basically. never had a boyfriend before. Well, but. didn't you wrestle in high school? I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It was like yeah, all, so you can protect people. Yeah, I get to rub on all those dicks. You know, that was fun. That was that's how I got. <laughs> rub on dicks? Head. You wrestled men? Yeah, I did. I wrestled what a the bunch fuck? of boys. Thirty-five and three was my record, baby. Well, Thirty-five yeah, and three, baby. Two Wait, from boners. <laughs> they let women just Wait, wrestle men. Is that an actual disqualification? Yeah, boners? yeah, yeah. You know how embarrassing though. I only got two boners, right? <laughs> Out of all the fucking men, I only yeah. won from two boners. Wait a minute. The boners were so par- prominent that they got disqualified. Yeah. 
First of all, why, is, why are women wrestling men? How is that a thing? Because there aren't North women. Title Nine, you know, I think. You don't right? know, they have to have women's wrestling leagues. But there was no women's. Yeah. Like, who I would compete with? Would I just win all the time? So there's no point of like. Why did you want to wrestle men? Because my dad, well, also, my mom and dad were really strict, very strict growing up. And I was not really allowed to talk to boys, but my dad was an MMA coach. Oh. And I was a swimmer. They were cool with swimming, but I was like, oh. But I also wanted to always like make my dad proud. And like, because I did a jiu-jitsu with my dad, like wrestling jiu-jitsu. So I wrestled guys there yeah. as a kid. But in high school, it's not a gi, it's a leotard. I sound like a fucking perv, but it's a leotard pretty much, you know? Yeah. Uh, it was, but it just, it was cool. But also I wanted to like show the men off. Uh-huh. Like, fuck you. Like, I had a guy who bullied me in high school who literally pushed me. It was very physical. And so I would get in physical fits, like, fights with him, and I wanted to prove my worth on the mat. Did yeah. you ever get wet when you're wrestling these no, people? No, I don't even know. I don't but, think you know, so. This, this, is, this is sexism. If the, if the guy has to get off because he has a boner. But or, how can, like, you know the girl is wet? You yeah, know, how do you check for that? Leak? Yeah, well, they should have to check. Like, if the guy is the boner, <laughs> then before so disqualification, nasty. someone has to check the girl so, ooh, leaking, to see if she's you know? wet. Oh, oh, it smells fishy in here. You yeah. know, it's not the ringworm; <laughs> it's the vagina. <laughs> well, also, too, if your parents were strict, that was probably the only contact you're allowed to have with boys in high school. Yeah, yeah. clearly, you had right? to get a little turned on. No, um, no, it was there had to be one muscular all guy. The, right? All the wrestlers are gross. Have you ever seen? They're so nasty. Yeah. Their ears are fucked up. They have no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like they're just like a tree stump. You know. How did you prevent uh, your ears from getting fucked up? Um, I don't really know. I was just really good. <laughs> did you have to put your, you to put your hair we in, have, like, we, in like, uh, a, like a cap um, or a tie? You have to wear a cap. Yeah. yeah, yeah it was yeah. so gross. But yeah, I had to wear a cap. I mean, I was a swimmer. So I was yes, you already had it. one. Yeah, I already had you a cap. You had a cap. You're good. Um, but my parents were like, were really strict. So I had, you know, wrestlers have that. I forgot even when I was, I have a brain fart. But like they have that uniform, right? My mom and dad made me wear long sleeve shirts and long sleeve um, pants underneath it. So I, I like, like how you're, you're describing your parents as strict and then they let you wrestle. It's funny because that's the only, my parents are really into athletics. Right. Like I was in a swimming, so they wanted me to get a full ride for college for swimming, which I did. Um, that was a whole reason behind it. And my dad, his dream was that I was going to become like this black belt judo champion, Brazilian jiu-jitsu champion, this UFC fighter, so that I could like take over the family business. But I hate getting hit, so like I never, <laughs> you know, went doing that. So that's why that's why my dad was really supportive of it. Um, and he'd always brag about it, but I think in their mind, like, oh, Sarah's such a baby. She'll never think about sex, you know? <laughs> so we never had the sex talk ever. No, my parents didn't either. They just relied on the, the yeah. sex ed fucking thing. You just reminded me of something that I haven't thought about this in 20 years. When I was in high school, my freshman year and really most of my life, I was super young and super like frail looking. Yeah. So they tried to recruit me for the wrestling team like a bunch of times in high that, yeah. school. Because when I was when I was thirteen, I seriously weighed like a buck fifteen, buck twenty. Yeah. So I'd have been in like the whatever weight class that was. Ah. So they like they like needed like a tiny little dude. But uh, that's crazy. I'm glad I didn't because I've heard that like the dieting for wrestling is fucking it's, ridiculous. My dad. So I so I I'm a little bit bigger now, but like when I was a swimmer, I was really in tip top shape. Mm-hmm. Like I was lean. Green, uh, green, I say green, lean, mean, killing machine. That's what I was as a swimmer. That's like a George Foreman grill too. But, um, <laughs> but basically, uh, but my weight scale was always a little bit higher, even though I had a huge muscle mass. Um, and my dad, so I was always like 180, even though I was like really built and skinny, that's like fit. But my dad would tell me, Sarah, you know where all my students do to lose weight? They would eat whatever they want and they'll throw it up afterwards. You should look into that. So your parents encouraged bulimia. <laughs> they really did. Yeah. Wow. 
It was funny. I mean, do you want to be in the weight class to wrestle whatever his name? Or I was always wanna... in the 160. I was like 163 uh, okay. for when I was a wrestler at that yeah. time. I only did for my junior year, not senior year in high school, because I want to focus on swimming. <laughs> so I was always 163. And that's like the, the tough weight class in high school. So all the built, like strong kids. But yeah, that's not fun anymore or interesting to talk about. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, so you we always talk about what people have coming out, and we were talking about this um, off the air a minute ago. You run a monthly show called Nervous Laughter. Yes. Yeah, so the theme, I like that title, by the way. You do? Yeah. That's, I, I, I feel like when you're on stage, everyone's nervous and they're laughing. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I mean, because like you're funny, and you're, you're here's a thing with Phil Cosby. I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on your whatever podcast you want. show. You say whatever you want. But you're like one of my favorite comics to watch. Aw. Really, like, I think you're very funny. And I feel like you are very no holds barred where like a lot of comics know what's funny, but they feel bad for laughing. And yeah. it's weird. You go, I see you on stage and they're like, oh, you know, it's like Asian girls laughing. Like That's what it sounds I like. I had someone, this is totally true. Nervous. This week yeah. I was doing um, a dog shit late night open mic as we all do here in New York yeah. City working on our jokes. And I got up there with, with some stuff that was, I, I knew it was like okay and like fairly well written. I got up there. And I could tell everyone in the room was listening because they say that silence is like the true ownership of the room. Yeah. And but no one was really laughing. And I I got off stage and I was talking to one of the people after, and she was like, "Oh my god, you were so funny!" But like, I don't want to laugh because I don't want to offend anybody. That's so fucking annoying. That's that's unfair. I'm like I'm like, well, fuck you. What are you here for then? Yeah. Why are you here? You know, if why why are you here? Yeah, it, so like, you're not here to laugh and get the fuck out of here. You're it's, not gonna change anything. You're not gonna improve society or whatever if you're not gonna yeah. piss off certain people. But I am aware. Not to make it about me, we're talking about you. But I am aware that I'm the kind of person that I do create a lot of tension in the room because <laughs> the topics that I cover are things that most people in this scene are honestly too big of pussies yeah. to fucking even talk about. Well, my favorite thing. Is. So we're gonna talk about the uh the festival in a minute maybe i should save it for later my favorite thing i would say it my favorite thing about your open mic is that if you're a man you get three minutes if you're a lady you get four minutes which is literally that festival we're like, <laughs> which is so you do you want to just do that one first <laughs> well that's a good lead-in all right so sorry yeah, let's we get started with some outrage <laughs> yeah we don't normally do the inside um comedy thing but yeah i oh, do <laughs> when i do a thing i do i run an open mic here in new york city where i give female comics an extra 30 seconds and uh you know not many female comics ever show up it's so always like, me or one other woman not it, me lately yeah but <laughs> we well that's the thing is that like it adds a grand total of three minutes to a two and a half hour show so like the people who get mad about it i just make fun of them because i don't care yeah um but yeah so it, it is it's identity politics taken in the kind of the wrong way which which is is sandeep's story we're going to do today so sandeep Let's get it to it. Okay, well, as as um, we've had a little lead-in, this story comes to us from Detroit, where a music festival caused outrage for charging lower prices to people of color. <laughs> so, it's $10 for POCs, people of color. Pox. Uh, pox. Uh-huh. Or $20 for others, you know, white. Yeah, like people like big Phil. evil oppressors like me, yep. Uh, if you get the early bird. Or $20 for POCs and $40 for whites uh, if you wait and at the regular prices. And so this caused outrage. Uh, local rapper Tiny Jag pulled out when she heard about the policy. Tiny pulled out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, it was right there. That is such a Phil joke. I had to do it. <laughs> uh, her real name is Jillian Graham. And she said, I was immediately enraged. Just because I am biracial. I have family members who that would have, under those circumstances, been subjected to something that I would not ever want them to be in. Especially not because of anything I have going on. 
she was really troubled when one of her one some of her material re, re, is respi- some of her material is inspired by her grandmother who's white and her name is Polly. That's a very white name. It's an appropriate yeah. old white fucking grandma name. Uh, so then the festival organizers responded on the official event bright page. They're like, our ticket structure is built to ensure that most marginalized communities are provided with equitable chance at adjoining events in their own community. Affording joy and pleasure is unfortunately still a privilege in our society for POCs, and we believe everyone should be able to have access to receiving such. So For a no-name festival. <laughs> no, no, no. I kind of agree with that stance, because... I've heard about this that like once like like certain rappers get too big, you go to their concerts and it's all just rich white people who could afford tickets and nobody else, and the actual sort of fans who supported can't even afford tickets anymore. I've heard this has happened, um, and as somebody who shops for baseball tickets a lot, it does piss me off that it's hard for me to get decent seats these days because all the corporate dickheads want to go. So I, I kind of understand that stance a little bit. But I just don't understand why everyone... Be, like, Look, I'm a woman of color myself, right? And I'm not even white, but in a mixed race. What's, but, your, what's your mixed... Oh, um, so my dad is Moroccan. My mom is Japanese, which makes me look Latino for some reason. Where did they but, meet? Like, they met in ESL class. English is a second language <laughs> class. <laughs> right? That's a good place for interracial dating. Dude. Yeah. And they communicated through English dictionaries. So like broken English. That is so it's hot. It's amazing, right? It's like, touch my... Pe- penis, penis. <laughs> Touch my penis. Well, well now you, know you have Google Translate. So it's like, well, my dad's. I am so hard. <laughs> Touch it for me. That's so gross. And my dad's. So my sister. My, not my sister. That's so yes, gross. Yes, yes, yes. My mom's <laughs> dictionary fell, and my dad picked it up and kept it. And my mom was like, so she has like forced to talk to him. And then, so basically, he was on his. He was also in the wheelchair. My dad was on a car act. My dad was wheeling and got a lady. He was in a wheelchair. Actually, is really. I should do a bit about this. But he was in the wheelchair, and my mom. They're talking, and then my dad was looked really sad. And my mom's like, Jimmy, wheel you to your like transportation. He's like, sure. And she's like, why are you so sad? Wheel me to your bedroom, baby. (laughs) She's like, why is he? Why are you so sad? My dad's like, actually, it's my birthday today. And my mom felt bad, so she took him out, you know, to have a good time and stuff like that. And then a couple, like a year later, on their wedding day, they signed the you know, marriage certificate. It turns out my dad was lying to her that day that it wasn't his birthday. He just lied to get my mom. <laughs> so he stole the, the English book, and then he lied about his birthday. Yeah, to get my mom. Dude, uh, your dad's a con artist, and I yeah. fucking yeah. love him for it. What I love is all these Swedish ladies and German ladies were flirting with my dad, because my dad was really good-looking, like a model looking well you said he was um moroccan moroccan yeah oh yeah so he's from that he's got that like the swarmy that like like mulatto skin tone sort of like little he looks italian and greek you know more mediterranean and he was like skinny and he used to be a cross-country runner did mma what was he doing in a wheelchair uh so he was in a tragic car accident his first wife passed away and he was told he would never be able to walk again um so this is a couple months after and then he met my mom it was like eight months after the accident can he walk now? Oh, he can walk now. He coaches like MMA. Maybe and he was stuff. lying wow. about that too. No, I'm not. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> hey, no, I'm not <laughs> shit on your dad. Your dad's no, a fucking no, player. No, my dad's and a con a, yeah, he's really good at. You wouldn't exist if it wasn't for his, I know. his, his if, lady. That's why skills. I applaud that. I'm like, if a guy has Hell to yeah. lie, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> he just <laughs> picked up the wheelchair from a local thrift shop. <laughs> 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 so, so what? Uh, back to the the oh, Detroit the outrage yeah. here. So yeah, so my whole thing is that why is it always based on 
race you know like why like if, like why can't we ever base it on social income that's why i don't understand like why can we ever base it on you know the income level of that person when it comes to affirmative action well it's kind of what it is though is if you go to a concert the vip tickets are for the rich people yeah. and then you have like the lawn seats and the upper decks for the peasants like us right uh it kind of already is like that that is a good point but like, i mean the lottery system i don't know i mean honestly though i feel like if you could afford to have maybe it's very libertarian of me but if you could afford to have a good seat have it if you can't afford to buy a baseball ticket don't buy a baseball ticket you know yeah stay home and smoke watch water, it drink or, one TV while you watch or, your, or yeah. it could be you don't have to like these corporate dickheads probably go every weekend they can make the baseball thing like uh, a special thing and save money for a good seat uh, but the thing is the thing is was just like discriminating people based on race but also it's like fuck you for the like it's like if people are pissed about it like fuck you it's a fucking dumb concert ticket you know why are we so outraged about some no-name concert with no-name rappers. Well, I think it's pretty funny. I think it's. I always think it's hilarious when they do this because it, all the little fucking little right-wing young Republicans always get mad at this because yeah. sometimes they do this at like colleges where they'll do like a bake sale where it's like cupcakes are fifty cents for everybody else oh, and a dollar for white guys. Yeah. And then then it, what this does is it allows those dickheads to be like, you see, I told you white men are oppressed in America. And it gives it, them arsenal. It gives yeah, them, and, yeah. And that, that's that's kind of why I'd be against some something like this is because it'll it be it's basically you then are the caricature of the straw man that they want to fight against it's like overwoke bullshit which is annoying yeah well and that's exactly what this is that being said it, then if you're gonna go full-on you know uh libertarian business whatever thing is is it's a private uh like entity they're allowed to i guess do what they want no, I don't think they are. I don't think in America they can't. Well, no, in America we have protected classes, and you can't discriminate based on race and whatever. I, yeah, I don't think you can charge one. I mean, if you're st strictly, I I get that it's not the same. Like if you're charging minorities more than whites, I mean, white people were the historic, you know, the the privileged class or whatever. Yeah. But I don't think you can do it. Still, I don't think you can just be like, no, based on your race, and anyone can just lie, and then you're going to call people out like, no, you're, yeah, you're white, but you're not Eastern European. That doesn't count, or. Yeah, you know, like uh, this is so stupid. You know what? It's dumb. For, it's so re fucking regardless dumb. Whether there's a justness or not, if you're a minority, don't do this shit. Like yeah. you're just making you're making yourselves look bad. You're just being you're just being a dick. I like the sentiment. It's not of cool. It. I like the sentiment of it. Where because I guess what they're I guess the essence of it is what they're attempting to do is because Detroit is like a largely African-American city. Right. So they're trying to make sure that locals can afford it. Maybe that there should be a thing where, because this, this I think is legal, um, is residence. If you can prove your residency in the area, you get yeah. a discounted ticket. Because I know they so. did that for Disney World in Florida. Yeah, generally private things, you can you can charge different things kind of on whatever you want, except yeah. race, because of race. That, that's like well, a specific law. It's a protected law. class. It's right. against the law. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, you can do it on residency. I mean, just don't be a dick. And charge someone twenty dollars. So you're white. No, you're colored. No, but I'm one eighth Middle Eastern. Okay, fine. You Ten dollars. Yeah. What if you're Mor I'm North Moroccan? You're considered white. Like, what is it based on? Like, what? I don't know. Morocco is in Africa. It I is mean. in Africa, but no. But on the census, it's considered Amer a white. Or really? being Arab is white. Well, Mor Mor African Americans now are black. Arabian, right? Because their their primary languages are Arabic. It's Arabic yeah. uh, and Tamazi, which is the native language. But like, but in the sense, so for example, when mom and dad, my dad was going through like paperwork for immigration, he was classified as Caucasian. 
That's hilarious. I, I put down African American on my college submissions, though, and my sister has called herself Afro-Asiatic, <laughs> which is funny. Well, no, you, you technically, because your dad is from Africa, you are, if they can't fight you on that. No, there's I mean, an argument. If you, you know, gonna, if you own a globe, that's that's how. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you works. go to? Why did you need the swimming scholarship? Couldn't you just get like you know, African American uh, cred? Why Cornell University email not email sent me a letter. Oh God, for, I was so like, afraid intro. you were about to make a black people swimming joke. <laughs> Oh no, that's so. I was so, bracing oh, for it. And I'm like, oh, don't do it, don't do no. it, don't. Oh, Did thank you God, see Jamie Gravy's? He was a former podcast he guest. He was one right? of our yes. favorite guests ever. Yeah, um, not yet. Yeah, I did <laughs> see a thing. He did. He did put up a good thing. The about Little that. Mermaid. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but has, did you guys hear about these like reparation happy hours in Facebook groups? What? Where? Yeah. So it's a lot in Brooklyn where people of color would host this happy hour, invite white mm-hmm. people to just buy drinks of of people of color, or black person people. To, for reparations, there's also a Facebook groups. Wait, wait, it's a it's a it's a happy hour that you go to. So people of color get free drinks, but white people have to pay for everybody else's drinks. White pe- people have that to pay so for everyone's drinks. That is so fucking Brooklyn. Everyone's drinks, yeah. That is so Brooklyn. Oh my god, there's nothing. That is the most Brooklyn. It's a but huge that's thing. fine because it's it's you it's, you don't have to go if you're volunteer. Like, yeah, yeah, it's volunteer. And there's like Facebook groups like rep- like so for example, black people or Asian people, whatever, talk about whatever is in their community like these issues, and then white people will like it. And then send them money through Venmo or PayPal for their intellectual labor. Want to get oh over your white guilt? God. Yeah. Then buy your friend shit. I made ten bucks for white Mentos. Russian. I'm not complaining. <laughs> it's a good way to make money, but. All right. Yeah. Anyways. That was so. As far as the Detroit outrage goes, I understand the sentiment, um, it, but it is against the law. <laughs> So, because yeah. I understand you want to get locals to come to a local festival. I, I actually think that that's, that's that's a noble cause. But I think Sarah, you nailed it in the head earlier when you said that uh, you can't do it based off race. Yeah, <laughs> you, like that's that's taking it a little step too far. Like, what's the but what's the point of? Is it because it's because people who want to go to these things can't afford it and they want to like keep, pretty much allow anyone with the ability to go to go check it out? But I just feel like race is the dumbest way of getting. An equal opportunity or equal access to go there. I yeah. gotta, I gotta praise Tiny Jag. I'm glad she just called it out. Be like, this is bullshit. I don't want to perform at this kind of, this kind of ridiculous uh, policy. But what I think is ridiculous. I think the performers need to start doing that. Is how she's making her grandmother, the white grandmother Polly, who probably definitely said the N word back in the day as the victim. <laughs> you know, I think that's dumb. Back like, in the day, it probably still does. Oh, white people are so alive. victimized because yeah. they can't afford this Afro future fest. Yeah. No, this- no, she wasn't saying that. I think no. she was saying this is like, it's like an insult to white people and I don't want to do, I don't want to do that. And like, I, you know, like I'm like biracial. I don't want to just yeah. insult my family. I don't think she was saying no her family couldn't afford it. See, what, what they could do is they could say... If They're white, still victimized. If white people want to come to the festival, they could buy their black friend a ticket. See? You could do it the, the, with the... The, huh? the reparation mic. Uh, I said reparation mic. That's a good mic name. Reparation. <laughs> reparation. <laughs> um, happy hour. Yeah, so as far as your verdict goes in this one, I'm very torn, Sonny, but how do you feel? What's your, what's your ruling on this? I rule legit outrage. You rule legit outrage. Okay. Yeah. And are you also... are you? With uh, I mean, I'm outraged at how the stupidity of it all. I think okay. I'm, I'm, I'm original. I know I don't know. If that's like the right. I don't know the rules around here, but I think it's pretty. I'm really mad that's a caricature of minority. It's like just yeah, a, yeah. And I'm also mad that a lot of this tiny Tim, whatever their name is, tiny Tempa, or what's the tiny Jam, tiny. Oh oh, oh tiny yeah, jag. tiny Jag, yeah. tiny Jag. I'm so sorry if you're listening, tiny, but uh, I I, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of dumb that they're in a way she's victimizing. Her like white grandmother who probably had no interest or anyone 
had any interest in an Afro Future Fest festival. You yeah, know? Her, her white grandma. I think probably, it's so uh, dumb to do that too. I, I see what you're saying for sure. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm. So you guys, Wait, so what did you rule? I mean, I don't. I guess I'm outraged. You're just like okay, how so dumb. So she's going legit. <laughs> yeah. You well, it's too. Even if I said fake, it'd be two to one. Yeah, I'll go legit with you guys. Cause I don't. You're you're right. You are right. It's against the law, and it's a fucking ridiculous. Forget thing. Forget the so. law. Like, well, let's say we don't. Let's say the lawyers well, that race, law race is a it. protected class. But let's say the law. Like, I mean, I think it's ridiculous. Just based Even on, if it was I think legal? for the for the minority race that's getting. Don't do. Don't promote stuff like this. Like, don't just. It's just. It just makes people upset. It's not cool. It's so easy to like. It's just such a. It's such a ridiculous like. Well, c- c- criteria to pay ten dollars more. You mentioned the whole like overly woke thing earlier, and I think that part of the problem with that culture is that they mistake ripping people down for lifting other people up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, if you would mm-hmm. offer like resident discount tickets or some type of you know discount if you went to this local high school, whatever, however your criteria is outside of race, okay, that's fine because you're offering a discount. But when you intentionally say, oh you are white you're gonna pay more fuck you that's where the outrage that comes that doesn't from. bring us together we're trying to yeah, get we're trying to be all. brought together and improve race relations and you do shit like this it doesn't bring anyone it together it emboldens those proud boys to really go take it out of minorities even more you know that's my well and again like you said earlier put it gives it them arsenal because yeah. they can be like oh yeah see they're discriminating against us i doubt any fucking proud boys are going to be at the afro future festival yeah. but i mean ultimately if you're a minority you want and and you want to make things better for your community you want everyone else on your side you want to win other people over. You don't want to impose rules that just piss everyone exactly. off. You don't want to alienate people. And yeah, you don't alienate people. So like, right. you don't. You you like. It's better if white people take up your cause because they because they like what you stand for. Not. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna be shitty about stuff and ten dollars, and that's not gonna. That doesn't make anyone's. I don't think the ten dollars that you pay less is pe- preventing anyone from going to this concert if you really wanted to. Yeah, and, these uh, are not expensive tickets, by the way, for like a because usually music festival tickets are in the hundreds. Yeah. So this like is 40, definitely a local thing. 20, yeah. yeah. All right. So legit outrage in that one, and now we're gonna move along uh, from race to gender. This is a <laughs> this is a unintentionally uh, you know intense episode here. So we're gonna go over to, across the pond there, over to Scotland. This story comes to us from Glasgow, Scotland, where a store called the Clinton Store. <laughs> Which is a totally different meaning in Scotland, I'm sure, than, than it does here. The Clinton, the name Clinton. They're like uh they're like the equivalent, I guess, of like a Hallmark. They sell like greeting cards and gift wrap and little fancy little truffle bags and shit for, you know, special occasions, that sort of thing. And they are under the outrage gun right now because they just released a new line of mugs, which are intended as gifts for people's children. Uh and there there's two. One's a blue one that says, My son friend hero and then there's the pink one that says my daughter princess babe (laughs) yeah and obviously they're being uh you know called sexist and everything you know it's like who who wrote that mug was it bill clinton Ah. there we go there's my hack political joke for the episode Uh, and so yeah people are saying that it's limiting to women and uh, there's some angry tweets like always one of them says what my daughter can't be a hero uh, someone else <laughs> was saying that that it sounds like something from the seventies and it's very outdated. Uh, and then one one uh, of course white guy said, "What if my daughter's a hero and my son is a babe?" So yeah, it's it's your normal uh, equality outrage on this one here. And the thing is, we always like to talk about the larger conversation here, Sandy. But I think the larger conversation here is if you don't like a product, does that mean that the product is not allowed to exist at all? 
That is a good larger. A, I was perplexed at what the larger conversation would be, but that's a good point. I, I yes, that thing. is the larger conversation. There is a market for this because at the end of the day, look, I I work at a fancy hotel during the day, and some women do just want to be called babe and princess. That is an action. That is an absolute thing. Yeah. And, and and there are women in America, you know, out maybe not in Brooklyn, but elsewhere, <laughs> who you ask them what their ultimate dream is, and their ultimate dream is, oh, I just want to have like a husband and have kids and stuff. You know, That's th- fine. Not everyone's a feminist freedom fighter badass. And so the thing is, like that, there is a market for this type of thing. And so if you're not in that market, does that necessarily mean that you get to shut another product down? And yeah, that was the answer to the question. Like, well, what if my daughter's a hero? Yeah, don't buy the cup. Yeah, don't buy the fucking mug. <laughs> I just the logic's not there. It's not mutually exclusive, you know. There's so many Disney movies where the princess is also a fucking hero. Okay, like I just don't get why people think that. I mean, look, I think the grossest thing about the whole mug situation is that you're calling like a little girl's babe. That's kind of gross, you know. Yeah, that's some that's, that's some weird. But the princess no one, thing no one doesn't calls bother their daughter me. babe. That's fucking yeah. Weird. That's so gross and disgusting. But besides that. <laughs> I don't understand why it's like just because a, a girl is a you know wants to be a, a princess I means she's not a hero. What is the other one for the men? It was like he, boys. Uh, hero and friend. Friend, yeah. I mean, it's dumb. I my mean, my daughter's not a friend. Yeah. My daughter can't you be your friend. friend. You're you fucking yeah. sexist. You hate all women. You hate all women. You're a wife beater. Yeah, that, that's that's that's, yeah. that's where people fucking jump to. But it, so the thing is, I feel like the only mistake that they made uh, the the Clinton company here was that. They didn't just have a bigger variety because if they would have had like you know one that said like hey my daughter is a hero and like another one that said that like you know my son is maybe not a babe but you know <laughs> my son is fluid or whatever you know whatever it is or maybe just a, a gender neutral one where it just says like my son identifies how he wants to or whatever if you just had more suggestions yeah if you had just just a bigger variety no one i think would have said a goddamn word but because there were only two and it goes in the old stereotype boxes of like the you know the the, the pink aisle sort of stereotype with the, yeah with how the about we leave masculine. it up to the clintons who are making the mugs to make the mugs that they feel like making yeah and the ones that they might think that sell how about we, how about no one else unless you're gonna help them make the fucking mugs and and fund the clintons making the mugs and then you take the dive if they don't sell then shut the fuck up <laughs> I'm God, sure they the market research. But here's like, uh, I just don't understand this whole patriarchy, like bullshit. I, why is this the cause that you're championing? You know, out of all the issues that were, there's sexism and well, like, oh, they're taking on many issues. I, I assure you, female Uncle Tom. They are. Oh my God. No, no listen, so they're on things. Facebook, getting all getting mad at all sorts of shit. So they're not. They're well, taking on many I, issues from their basement. But that's what gets me so annoyed. A lot of the Clinton supporters just like, oh, you get a sport Hillary, blah blah blah, and the only thing they're championing is like reproductive rights. Clinton the store, uh, by the way, and Clinton the candidate, two different entities. I know, I know. <laughs> but it's like uh, there's Muslim women who are dealing shit about not being, you know, killed and while walking to the fucking grocery store. Why isn't that an issue of concern? So I so, for, it's, for me, it's just so interesting the causes that a lot of these, particularly white women, are championing. You know, I feel like they have nothing. I actually think white women are worse than white men, and maybe I'll talk about that later. Oh, but baby. <laughs> that's uh, a. Yeah, you're getting me a little thing. hard over here. That's this disgusting. Is fucking beautiful. Can you put it? Back, <laughs> back to the mug thing, though. Yeah. Is that I feel like the only mistake here was that they should have known better just to have a better variety and the, the thing is we are in the age of girl power where every movie is going to be a female reboot and and you know right. every it's girl power all the time which again i'm not really against i think it's kind of cool. cool to see some of these i think it's fun but the thing is they they if anything they missed an opportunity to um to pull a marvel marvel movies and to corporate level virtue signal the people with this and by by kind of doing the old uh standard with the mugs and the thing is though is that i think that the the fucking 
the free market's going to take care of this. If nobody wants these mugs, no one's going to buy them, and they're yeah. just not going to make them anymore. Decide, yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, ah, you know. And if they do, mad. then it's it's people's right to buy it. Like exactly, a corporation making a product isn't their goal isn't to virtue signal. It's not to make people make people not money. tweet about them. Yeah. It's to sell whatever the hell they're making. Yeah, exactly. Let's so try they're not. It out. They shouldn't yeah. make other mugs if they don't want to, or they don't think they'll sell, or they don't. You know, whatever. Or it's more too expensive to make six mugs rather than two mugs. Yeah, and, and that's so. I I have to vote fake on this one, um, and for the reason that because I, I go back and forth with stuff like this because I, I I do understand how somebody can get upset by this, but the thing that kind of sealed it for me is I was, I was really thinking about this earlier on the, on the way to the show is that no man would buy this for his daughter with intent to insult her. Mm. You know what I mean? You're buying it because you want your. It's a gift for somebody. You, you're not doing because it it's like because you want to call her a babe. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. my daughter. She's this. a real babe. I want, three I'm buying years this for my daughter <laughs> because I want her to know her place in society as a woman, no. and I want to know that the patriarchy rules her life. And fuck that bitch. She's nothing more than a princess. No one's ever said that about their daughter ever. Okay, so the, the, the that whole fucking jump that we take with this it drives me insane all the time. So I have to go fake outrage on this one. Uh, I'm fake as well. Also, like, what kind of toddler drinks coffee or like tea from a mug? That's what well, I want. It's in know. Scotland. That's like in the UK. Oh, no, that's how probably do we know true. It's not yeah. for people themselves. Like, if you will call your, if you are a daughter and a princess and a babe, you might buy it for yourself. I thought that's who it was marketing to. Or maybe oh. sure. Who's giving their kids mugs as a gift? Especially they say babe. Yeah, maybe they I don't mean, drink coffee. But I, who would who would even give their kid a mug? But also, that's not a gift you give to a mug. It doesn't say girl. Not, the only the wait. So what is the guy? Is what friend hero? Is it the the other son, one? Uh, son, son friend, friend hero. Oh, it is pretty gendered. Okay, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> well, the friend is pretty gender gendered. neutral. The but a princess, a Actually, gay man, can be a princess. You know, if he wants princess to. and babe. I feel like are more female, but friend and hero aren't male, not at all. Are males aren't male associated? I don't think. I, mean, well, I, I, I guess that's what the outrage is like oh. are you saying fucking me kill me yeah. here is he fucking sexist that's this one so what they need to do now is they need to come out with another the next mug that just has the hashtag kill all men mm. <laughs> and then that will be right in the world they will have appeased the masses with this i have a water bottle that says male tears yeah i've, I've seen a few, few yeah and then urban diction <laughs> like all the that. men went an yeah. urban dictionary and changed the definition of male tears to semen so my sister is like, why do you have a water God. bottle that is pretty much a metaphor for cum? I'm like, no, it's just male, like white male tears. And she's like, See, that yeah. is so fucking petty that some guys just can't laugh at that. Cause I think yeah. that's fucking hilarious, hilarious that women too. that talk about like, obviously in a joking fashion, like making men cry and killing men. That's hilarious. Yeah. To me. And so like when people and guys get that petty and upset to like rally the troops to go online, to so change insecure, the, so fragile. it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, um, Sonny, if I assume you were less fake outrage in this one. Yes. All right. So now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guests. Sarah Harvard, is there anything you are currently outraged about in the universe you want to let some steam off on? Yeah, I'm perpetually outraged by white women, and I know yes. I'm going to get a lot of hate on this. But I really do think that white women are more dangerous than the white man. I really do. And the okay. main reason, uh, I don't know, but anyways, the main reason why is that women, white women often exploit through one little bit of, I don't want to say a little bit, but one aspect of being oppressed by being a woman and exploit mm -hmm. that to oppress other people particularly black men in america you see this all the time well you can see you know as pop culture reference but it's dumb but taylor swift really played weaponized a white male patriarchy look at me being vilified and demonized and assaulted on like online 
by this black man. You see it with white women crying to police officers mm -hmm. and like calling on black men for no particular reason at all. I've seen when like white women are walking down the street and a black man just following her, not following her, but like walking behind her and accusing him of following her. I see that all the effing time. What was the one where the, the football player, uh, there's a few of these stories where the football player got accused of raping a white woman and then like it turns out the whole story was fabricated, but like the guy still did like a few years. Well, I think I heard about this, but I don't know exactly it's what fucking you're crazy. So yeah, I, I know what you mean, man, with the whole white woman thing. But even uh, during the election, like during Hillary Clinton's election, what made me so upset is that there's so many women of color who are feminists, you know, very hardcore feminists who care about abortion rights or reproductive rights. They're like, yeah, we should champion those ideas. But I also want to point to the fact that women are being killed by the cops or women are being bombed by drones by Hillary Clinton's, you know, foreign policy or being murdered on the sh on the street for for what they look for being now, trans. Now, you listen to me, okay? You listen to me. The real problem this, we have in this world is that I was told that I was pretty by a guy that I'm not attracted to on the way to my $400 yeah. brunch. It's ridiculous. Okay, that that is what a is uh, no, I know what you're saying. I mean, you think about um, and they're like, oh, we'll quiet down because one make sure Hillary gets elected. So let's just talk about abortion being catcalled for now. That, yeah, that's, it's that's fucking, what pisses me off. Well, and the thing is too, if you look statistically among the rates of like women um, who are single moms and women who are abused by their spouses, it's disproportionately like more skewed towards the minority direction. So like, yeah, it, it, these are very serious issues. But I, I think you're right. I think that sometimes it's because of um, certain levels of privilege that people have that they don't really see them. Well, they, they don't exploit the privilege, themselves. which is I think they I think a lot of white women are aware of that privilege and they just don't like. What's Rose McGowan? Is that one of her names? Rose she's McGowan, like, yeah, yeah. There is a she's like uh, people hate her because like a lot of feminists, like real feminists, hate her because she's like shitting on trans women, saying that they aren't part of the female, you know, the feminist movement because they were a man at one point and they have more privileges than women. I heard about in certain this. Aspects. No, this is called. Uh, Turfs, right? Yes, trans exclusionary mm -hmm. radical feminist. Yep, and that's what she is. And I think that's kind of dumb as hell because like trans women are being murdered literally by the minute in the United States around the world, but we're not hearing their like even the fucking what's it called? Women's march, the pussy hats. Like I mean, I have a <laughs> pussy, but I have a lot of trans women who don't it's so centered on that. Or like there's like there's well, they don't have one yet. Well yeah. They're, they're working on it. They're working on it. But there's like, all these posters that are so centered on like sex. Which is, I get it. I, I get sex freedom. I get, you know, sex positivity. But there's so much out there that, like, you're just completely either turning a blind eye to or silencing. And I think I mean, it's because they're uncomfortable by it or yeah. they feel that they're actually having privilege for once in that fucking moment. Well, that's what I think is really funny about, um, like, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I started the show was because I think there's a lot of really fucking passionate people that want to have like change in the world and they want to you know talk about a lot of different issues but the thing is it's it's hard to get everyone to agree on what the exact issue we should be po focusing our energy on right is and, and everyone has their own ideas of like oh this is more important than that that's more important than this and that, that's kind of one of the things that i think is funny when people are like well what we're gonna do is we're gonna bring down the white man and then they, they act like everyone's just with them and it's like there's all these other groups within the groups that are fighting the larger group right. that don't even like each other yeah that's so true like you, how many often do you how often do you hear you know misogyny in the gay community because a lot a lot okay and you're talking about the most misogynist yeah and, and and that's what's so hilarious to me is people have white women who have that their level of privilege they they have this i this fantasy of like everyone's with us and we're gonna get all the different groups of minorities together and fight the white man and it's like yeah first of all 
there's a lot of minority women that don't even like you. There's a lot of gay dudes that don't even like you. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of groups that you hate that you're just pretending that you like right now. To, so you're pos- you can posture for yep. to try to you know get it's numbers. Performative, yeah. To, yeah, to put your to get your fucking points across and to get your numbers up. And and that that's kind of one of the things, man. Is that I started this show to to try to like in a mocking way, not mocking any group specifically, but to say like, Hey, you know, we, we have a lot of outrage in this world and a lot of it is kind of bullshit. And like, look, I think a lot of the issues in this world that you mentioned a minute ago are very important. And maybe if we took a minute and focused on those, we could actually solve them rather than getting mad about stupid bullshit. Like for example, these fucking coffee mugs. Yeah, I know. You know, because it just sounds so trivial five minutes later after you brought up everything you just brought up. Yeah, exactly. It's like, how oh, you feel like an idiot now? Yeah. Sandeep, as someone who dates a lot of white women, <laughs> what, what's your take on white women? Yeah, what's your take on white women, what's Sandeep? It? My take on white women? Yeah. Just like my take on... <laughs> white women. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 150 million yeah. people in yes. America. <laughs> they have no individuality. They're a monolith. You have to judge all of them as a group right now. Also, go, like, go. Yeah, go. I, I, you gotta, you gotta be <laughs> you more specific about the question. You see how goddamn unfair that is, though, is because it, like I, I'm all about individuality and stuff. And, and right. but when you say like you know white women suck, I think the, the one you're not talking about all of them. You're talking about a very specific group of them. Yeah, a very. Well, loud. I think Nate McIntosh had a very good bit. Oh, on he had this. an amazing bit about when, that. So I think I think that's what we should though. Should we should? You guys remember when white male privilege was just called white privilege? <laughs> For like 26 minutes, it was white privilege. And then white women went, wait a minute. That sounds like that affects me. White women, you have so much privilege, you pulled yourselves out of white privilege. You just left. It's an amazing ability. There's also this other amazing ability only white women have, which is this crazy ability to somehow understand everybody's struggle. It is wild. Show well, someday. here's my thing though. Yeah. What I don't get, like, when I white women who are on the right side of like feminism or who get the it, correct side realize because if you say right side, they're gonna think. Oh you know. yeah, sorry, the correct <laughs> side, the accurate, the, the the more earnest side of feminism. The they would with. understand that I'm not talking about them specifically. It's the women who get offended by this conversation or this points are the yeah. women or the people who are the perpetrators of that. So when I talk about like, yeah. oh, white people suck or whatever, like the the right like, like accurate or like the right minded earnest white people will be like, yeah, I understand you what you're talking about. You can make a case for white people sucking. <laughs> you can yeah. make a case I'm for a, it. A lot of them suck on my clip. <laughs> That's yeah. weird. Hey-o. And this is recorded. And Sandy was like, oh, what the fuck? All there right. we go. You know, Sandy does date a lot of a lot of white girls. I don't know. I well, they're just more white people. So there's just I, I'm just I'm just dating the population, you know. I'm dating the population okay, that's the, around the, the, the white women who like victimize, play the victim. I don't know how to describe it. White feminists. I think that's a better term. It's, white turf feminists. It's, it's, it, here's the thing. We, we actually talked about this on the show uh, a while ago. With the it was the the there was a special edition episode where um, Katie Boyle and Matt Marin came on and talked about Facebook bannings. Basically, we're, we're, we're there's like this new wave of it where. It, it's it, it's what I mentioned earlier, where it's no longer about 
lifting people up. It's about bringing people, people down. down. Yeah. And like feminism is wonderful, but it's the ones who they, they, they're really just misandrists who use feminism as a shield to just say what they want and shit on men. Yeah. That's the, that's the people you're talking about. I yeah, think. exactly. It's the people 100%. who actually have like ulterior motives and nefarious purposes behind For everything they're saying. For selfish means. Exactly. Uh, putting everyone else down and oppressing all these other people. Yeah. That's what I But if you question them, it's because you hate women. It's not because you have like anything, you know, not because you have an, uh, an informed opinion. It's it's because you're a misogynist. I'm a misogynist. And you are. Sure. You're, you're a self-hating. Women aren't funny. You're, 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 you're a self-hating conditioned uh, woman now is yep. what you are. Because self-hating you Japanese woman. No, she's very skillful at saying white. I don't like white feminists. Then now she can, now you can be uh, not part of that. That's what I meant. Not, not all white women. You're other hating. Hashtag not, not all white women. <laughs> yeah, not all. Yeah, that's ridiculous, man. <laughs> Oh, that, that is a good place to end, I think. Uh, Sandy updating women, hashtag not all white women. <laughs> um, you can follow us at Fake Outrage Wrapped. We do tweet like once a week or so. Um, you can email us at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Tell us how fucking big a misogynist or cat call me. I don't give a shit. Uh, um, give us a st- uh, five-star iTunes review if you get a chance, if you have a minute for us. Um, and you can follow Sarah Harvard online at... Uh, at, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Sarah Amy Harvard. Actually, that as well on Facebook. Also, we forgot to mention this earlier. You do your show, Nervous Laughter. Where's that at? Uh, so it's a uh, bar 2A upstairs, uh-huh. Lady Stardust. It's uh, Every other Wednesday, actually. It's bi-weekly now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's thing. a good bar, too, yeah. in the East Villa. I used to live right yeah, there. Yeah, really cool. You can follow us also on Instagram and Facebook at Nervous Laughter Comedy. Oh, absolutely. Definitely do that. And before we go, as always, Sandeep Sen. Any parting thoughts? Uh, in an effort to be woke, because we are woke, uh, Phil and I, we're going <laughs> to introduce a new pricing structure. Now, right now, the the, the uh, podcast is free, uh, but we're going to charge <laughs> white people. It's still going to be free, and uh, people of color are going to play half as much. So uh, you're welcome. There uh, we go. We're woke. <laughs>